Christmas is a very exciting time for us all. There's so much preparation and our family gathers together. We bring everybody together for this important part, this part that all of heaven celebrated. But tonight, specifically, we celebrate God's love for us. The love he showed by sending his one and only son. Who is who? Jesus. Uh-huh, yeah. Tonight you've heard the story of Jesus' birth, but I want you to know that the story of Christmas is only the first part of God's redemptive plan for us. John 1, 1 through 5. In the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. And you need to listen to that very carefully if you are to understand what it's saying there. Jesus was not only with God, he is God. That's why it's so important. That's why it's such a big deal for Jesus to come to be among us, the people that he created, God with us. That means that our relationship with God is going to be restored. And for all who have their faith in him, that relationship is restored. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him, and nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. To say that Christmas is the day of Jesus' birth is only partially true, because he is co-eternal. He has always existed. He has always been. He is our creator. So Jesus' birth is not the same as our birth, for we are conceived by our parents. But Jesus was not created, but came to earth and was conceived by the Holy Spirit, who is God. So Jesus created and gave life to every person who ever existed, including the mother that would give birth to him on earth. Jesus has been and always will be. He came to be among us as a baby on the day that we celebrate his Christmas. And he was called Emmanuel, God with us. And I want you to hang on that, God with us. Because we're going to get to the Holy Spirit, who is God in us. So we set aside Christmas to remember the fulfillment of God's prophecy and miracles. That in his love, he humbled himself and lived among us as one of us. He revealed God to all people and gave his life so that we could be reconciled to the Father. Romans 5.8 talks about this. It says, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That means you can't earn it. You can't do anything to, to get it. It is a free gift of God that he gives us despite the condition that we are in. And that condition is one of sin, something we're all guilty of. We put the things that God has created as a higher priority in our lives than him. We worship things that are not God, and sometimes we even do it in the celebration of Christmas. All of us fail to be holy. All of us fail to love. And that brings us to the realization that we can't save ourselves. 
But this is why the shepherds celebrated with such great joy. This is why we celebrate with such great joy. Because Jesus came to save us. God's word says that before we accept Jesus as our Savior, we are hopelessly dead in our sin. Separated from our holy, loving, and just God. And we were created to be with him, but our sin separated us from him. So Jesus comes to restore that relationship. The long-promised king, our Savior, he has come even while we still rebelled and forsake him. Even though he knew that the people he came to save would punish and torture and kill him. Even though he knew that most would reject him, he took the punishment that we all deserve and restored to us what only God could restore. He died for us. He overcame death and freed us from sin. So now we celebrate. Now we have joy. For not only do we have the freedom he brings, but we have the relationship with God that we were created for. Not having to wait till heaven, but now and forever, and through heaven. That is the reason we celebrate Christmas. As you settle into sleep tonight, awaiting the fun, excitement, and chaos of tomorrow, and the love you're going to try very hard to share... (laughs) Take the night to think about how great God's love is for you. Give thanks for all the big and little things you have to be thankful for. And most of all, give thanks for Christ. Give thanks for Jesus. In our celebration of Christmas, the lights in our family and our tradition can bring us lots of great feelings. Not everybody feels those, though. Some people get overwhelmed by Christmas. Some people celebrate alone. But the good news about Christ is that nobody is truly alone. For the Holy Spirit dwells, God himself dwells with, in perfect union, with all those who put their faith in God. So remember that Jesus brings something way more powerful than your feelings. He brings eternal life to all who put their faith in him. And that life is what brings us true joy. So give your heart to God. Invite him in, no matter your condition. Because now you know, despite your sin, despite your condition, God loves you. Confess your sin to him. Accept the forgiveness that he freely gives to everyone who calls on him. It is his birth, life, death, and resurrection that we are celebrating tonight. For it is God's gift of his one and only son that would give us life. Not this earthly life that dies and decays, but we are born in the spirit There is great joy on earth, for we have more than hope. For if we have accepted him, we have God's own spirit living within us. Jesus, 
is God with us. And the Holy Spirit is God in us. With us forever. So remember, God has made Jesus' birthday, Christmas, all about how much he loves you. So if you have yet to place your faith in Jesus, if that's the Holy Spirit's pulling on your heart, quit resisting. Give in to the God that loves you. He's not going to take from you. He's going to empower you with a life that only he can give. He's going to give you a love like you've never had before. He's going to give you hope and joy like no one else in the world can ever experience and no one can take away. Romans 10, 9 through 10 says, If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Why? Because if God raised Jesus from the dead, we can have confidence that he can give us life now and will raise us in the future. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God, and it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. So if you have yet to make that leap of faith, or you desire to, I urge you pray and call to him, for he is faithful to save you, as he has many in this room. And when you know the love of Christ for yourself, don't keep it to yourself. You can't do that. It's impossible. Share your faith, his light with the world. In response to his love, obey his will. Live your new life led not by your selfish desires or the sin that previously trapped you, but by his spirit. I pray tonight that he fills you with peace that surpasses all understanding, the assurance of his everlasting love, and the joy of a life with him that will never end. Let's pray. Lord, reveal to us. Show us how much we need you, Lord. Convict us of our sin, Lord, and quickly sweep away our guilt with the reminder of the gospel of what your son Jesus did for us, Lord. Let us stand tall in your presence, not because of anything that we could have ever done, Lord, but because of your son, Jesus. Lord, fill our thoughts and our prayers and our minds with rest and thoughts of you. Give us glimpses of the glories to come. Give us assurance of the promise and the life you give now. We pray that in your son Jesus' name. Amen.